Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1485. Upper Crossed Syndrome. Why you need to fix this before it's too late. By Riley Pierce. And how much protein do you really need as you age? By Ashley Laurie. Both of freeformfitness.ca. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, welcome to another Saturday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is just one of a bunch of podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself. Now on Fridays, like yesterday, I do something a little different. I answer your questions. Oh, and don't forget, we have a bunch of other shows where we narrate blogs for you. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. Now today, I have two posts for you, and I usually do this when the posts are a bit on the shorter side. You've probably come to expect this show will last, oh, about 10 minutes or so. But when the posts are extra short, this would only last maybe five minutes. So on those days, I like to read you two posts to really make sure we get the most out of our time together. So with that, let's get right to them and start optimizing your life. Upper Crossed Syndrome. Why you need to fix this before it's too late. By Riley Pierce of freeformfitness.ca. You may have accepted the fact that your neck and shoulders are sore. You sit at a desk at work all day and the aches and pains are just part of aging, right? Wrong. Those aches and pains are likely caused by something known as upper crossed syndrome or UCS. In the following article, we'll break down what upper crossed syndrome is, how it could impact your health in the long term, and of course, we provide you with ways to correct it. Keep listening to learn more. What is upper-crossed syndrome? The human body was made to adapt. It's always finding ways to conserve energy by adapting to training, changes in the environment, and changes to our daily routines. Working at a desk for seven to nine hours out of your day is one of these routines that the body adapts to. Unfortunately, the adaptations have negative consequences for your shoulder health, among other things. As you sit at your desk, your hands are in front of you with your head slightly tilted downwards and your chin forward, and your neck is also stretched forward. Over time, this will cause your mid-back and shoulders and your neck flexors to weaken, while your traps and pecs become overactive and tight. What are the side effects of upper-crossed syndrome? As the body becomes more misaligned with upper-crossed syndrome, the functionality of this area of the body worsens. Your posture will slowly change, and your head 
will be positioned ahead of the shoulders from a side view perspective. Your shoulders will be rounded forward and down and your upper back hunched. The imbalances from this type of altered posture will then cause headaches, limited range of motion in the shoulders, and in some cases can cause tingling and neuropathies in the upper arm. And of course, you will experience chronic pain in the neck and shoulders. If untreated, upper crossed syndrome can lead to chronic shoulder issues and can result in lost work time and an inability to complete regular daily tasks, such as lifting things above your head and even sleeping comfortably. How to correct upper crossed syndrome. If you are experiencing symptoms of upper crossed syndrome, there is a way to correct it. In a study published in the Scientific Reports Journal, they found that a comprehensive corrective exercise program was effective at improving the mobility of participants with upper cross syndrome. Now, there are three phases to the program, and the initial phase focuses on simple movements that help reconnect the participant with the weakened muscles while relaxing tight muscles. Here's a breakdown of the initial phase exercises from the study. Lay on your back on a foam roller, and for exercise one, use three different arm abduction angles. Exercise two, perform a side-lying external rotation. Exercise three, perform a side-lying forward flexion. Exercise four, perform a standing diagonal flexion. And exercise five, perform military presses. Once you've regained the mind-to-muscle connection with your weakened muscles, meaning your mid-back, shoulder, and deep neck flexors, you can move on to strengthening those weakened muscles. Summary. Upper-crossed syndrome is a common misalignment of the shoulders, neck, and head. This posture deviation leads to pain in the neck and shoulders and can lead to headaches and even neuropathies in the upper arm. Upper-cross syndrome can be corrected with a multiple-phase approach of corrective exercises known as the Comprehensive Corrective Exercise Program. How Much Protein Do You Really Need As You Age? by Ashley Laurie of freeformfitness.ca. There are many changes that you can expect as you age. A long life takes a toll on the body. Untrained muscles get weaker. Bones become more fragile and our ability to absorb nutrients decreases. All of this means that as you age, you need to be paying attention to your nutrient intake to make sure you're getting enough to keep you active. In this article, we're going to highlight the importance of getting enough protein as you age and how it can impact your overall strength, independence, and health. What does protein do? Protein is one of three major macronutrients, the other two consisting of carbohydrates and fats. A macronutrient is something that must be consumed in larger quantities in order to maintain a healthy body. Now, protein serves many important functions. Protein is involved in many structural elements of the body, such as the hair, teeth, skin, nails, bones, and muscles. Now, protein also plays a part in our metabolism, allowing reactions to occur. It also repairs and rebuilds cells and can even be used for energy in extreme circumstances. Protein is so important for maintaining good health, yet it's the one nutrient that older adults have the hardest time getting enough of. So what happens when you don't get enough protein? Protein deficiency. Now, the good news is that protein deficiency is very rare, actually extremely rare in the Western world. 
Now, because protein plays an important role in so many critical functions, we're built with multiple backup plans. Amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. Now, there are 20 amino acids, nine of which are essential because we cannot produce them ourselves. However, in the case of a low-protein diet, our body has ways to take incomplete proteins and make them complete by recycling amino acids. Now, there are a few ways that the body will tell you that it needs more protein. For example, if you're having a hard time recovering quickly after a workout, it could be because you haven't given your body adequate protein to rebuild the muscles. Or if your skin, hair, and nails feel brittle or dry. Or if you experience mental fog. You may also experience swelling of the hands, ankles, and feet, along with food cravings and poor sleep. Now, if you want to avoid this, consume the recommended daily protein intake, which is 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram body weight, or about 10 to 35% of your total daily caloric intake. Now, does this cover the needs for the older population? Protein needs as you age. Now, there are two sides to understanding how much protein is required as you age. The first is that your body is going to get rid of energy-expensive tissues first. It takes a lot to maintain muscles, which is why muscle mass decreases significantly in the older population. In order to maintain muscle mass, you have to be eating adequate protein. Now, the other side of this is, if you continue to do resistance training as you age, which is highly encouraged, you will need more protein to fuel the recovery process after your workouts. So, how much do you need? Now, in a small study of 10 participants, researchers found that the decrease in nitrogen excretion in urine and the decrease in mid-thigh size could possibly mean that the 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day may not be enough for older adults. In a slightly larger study of 29 participants, researchers tested the adequacy of protein and the efficacy of lower body versus full body resistance training. The researchers found that there was a decrease in body weight and mid-thigh size. So they also concluded that this 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day may not be enough for the aging population. So how much has been observed to be enough? In a study of almost 800 participants, Researchers found that older adults who consumed slightly more than the recommended amount saw improvements in their muscle health. More specifically, they saw that older adults who were eating 1 to 1.3 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day had a greater resistance to developing weaknesses and physical disabilities. As we age, there are increasing limitations on nutrient absorption, so increasing protein intake may help offset that. Plus, everything starts to slow down, and that means systems within the body that absorb proteins have lost some of their efficiency. This is why slightly more protein may be required as you age. You just listened to the post titled Upper Cross Syndrome, Why You Need to Fix This Before It's Too Late by Riley Pierce and How Much Protein Do You Really Need As You Age by Ashley Laurie both of freeformfitness.ca. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform 
with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to comment specifically on the protein recommendations for older adults. The nutrient needs of older adults is something that I don't discuss all that often, but it's really important. So it's true that as we age, our muscle mass decreases. All of the studies I have seen have concluded that loss of muscle mass as we age is a problem. What that means is loss of muscle mass can lead to balance issues, increased risk of falls, poorer protection from illness, poorer recovery from illnesses, and the list goes on and on. So researchers have ramped up their studies in older adults to see, is there a way to slow this process down as we age? And it turns out, resistance training, along with a slight increase in daily protein consumption, can help. The resistance training is helpful for lots of reasons. I mean, for one, it creates a demand for that extra protein, which means that we force our muscles to grow larger through resistance training, and then the body is more likely to divert that extra protein we eat to those muscles to help repair them. Plus, as an added bonus, resistance training can help maintain balance and coordination as we age too. There have also been studies that have shown creatine supplementation in both older men and women, when combined with resistance training, may preserve muscle too. Now, this doesn't mean every older adult that lifts weights should be supplementing with creatine, but it just supports this idea that slightly more protein as we age may be beneficial. Either way, this topic is a great conversation starter the next time you speak with your doctor. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing to this show. If you wanna keep the show going, one of the best things you can do is to share this episode with someone. So I thank you so much in advance for doing that. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.